the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. Uh, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, we're sitting on the porch watching all the folks do some shopping and get some great plants here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We encourage you to come on by and visit us in person. Maybe you can just come by and say hi. Or if you've got a gardening question, you can come by and ask it in person. Otherwise, you can, and you don't even have to be on the air. And uh, otherwise, you can call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867 to uh, be a part of the show. All right, uh, Trace. We, we've changed your philosophy through the years. Yes, I've mellowed on the... You, know, uh, you, you had women leave, uh, leaving the <laughs> nursery crying. Well, as I was chasing them with the microphone, just, come on, come I on thought that was the plants that were crying uh, back no, the then. Plants, yeah, definitely. that's I mean, right. How that, did you tell it? That hasn't changed. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us, as you can hear. What's going on, Trace? This is where you kind of get us caught up on what's uh, happening next week. So this is the week we're going to start doing gallon tomatoes. Oh, good. And we're going to start weaning back on these uh, smaller ones. Although I say smaller, they're pretty big. Yeah, four and a half inches. It's a perfect size for the fall because it gives you, uh, even when it's 100 degrees out, You've got all day to get get them watered, and uh, you, you, you know with the beer ones are even easier, but because you get slack, they've got to establish root system. Well, it's a, it's a good selection on uh, on all the tomatoes right now, including the plant of the weekend, which we can do in a minute, I guess. Sure. Uh, or plants, I should say, because yeah. it's plural. Uh, but we got in uh, green beans and squashes and cucumbers, uh, good selection of peppers. Uh, so it's a it's uh, definitely a, a, a gardener's uh, gardener's dream out there right now. Oh yeah, lots of good stuff uh, for anybody that's into into growing their own food. Did y'all see that balsamic basil I set up here this morning? Oh no, where'd it go? Somebody must have put it back. Oh, one of or little, they bought it. Um, that too. It was uh, sort of four and a half inch pot, and it had that purple seed head on it. No, I didn't see it when I came. Hmm. I no. guess the, the girls are doing their job. They're putting this stuff away. <laughs> They they put the plant of the weekend away. Uh, yeah, that was, that was I noticed that. <laughs> well, you want to talk about the plant of the weekend? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do okay. that. Okay. All right. So this is a, a contract grow. So we went out and we had the grower plant these. Uh, we well, actually Jerry gave him the seed, right? And then we gave him numbers, and uh, that way there was a, a commitment to get these plants. So we're doing uh, the uh, Roma surprise which is the Heinz 
tomato. That's a, a great one for fall. And Surefire. That is a tennis ball size one, and it is also a great producer for fall. I had somebody right. yesterday tell me that that one's not for fall. I said, well, we tested it last year, sure and, it was, and it was great. So, uh, what, Surefire? Yeah. yeah. Surefire is always good for fall. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> not everybody knows that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the interesting thing about Surefire is that uh, it's a Texas superstar, you know. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It was a Texas superstar. And... Uh, we we you know we we like to use superstar to be useful all over the state, and Surefire was the only tomato that would reliably produce up in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Oh wow! In the fall, because because their cold weather gets there a little quicker. Yeah, yeah, they 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 freeze faster. Yeah, and so you got. Uh, is that Texas? Is that what your uh, plant of the weeks are going to be? It, it yeah. is. So uh, they are a dollar ninety nine in a four and a half inch pot, and they can call in and we can reserve them. I, I think I have a two week supply. If not, I saw a few more available, but not very many that we might uh, <laughs> might be able to get a hold of too. These are well, yeah. also two good varieties for containers. Mm. Right. Yeah. And I, I think we got Ruby, some Ruby Crush still. There is there. some Ruby Crush out there, yes. So if you think, you know, if you think, well, the fall is kind of demanding, but I would like to grow some tomatoes. Put a, put them in containers. You know, three containers, are really kind of fun on the patio, or five five or six containers. Yeah. And, and these are these are not, these are relatively full sized tomatoes, but they're fast and they're kind of they're determinate. A, set, a small uh, plant, and uh, then they set their fruit, so they really do well in a container. Now, I guess Ruby Crush is probably the out, probably the outstanding one for the container, but but uh, well, I, Roma Surprise is a true determinant too. Yeah, so those those are great. You, you do have patio tomatoes. I do have patios. Too. Yeah, just for that. That is the that pr- purpose. That's the prettiest tomato to grow on the patio. <laughs> Notice I didn't say it didn't. Doesn't taste as good as Ruby Crush or uh, BHN 968 or. Uh, but it's much easier to manage in a small pot, though. Oh yeah, oh, gosh, yeah. yeah, and it's attractive. Yeah, nice shape and pretty foliage. And that's when I when I look at the table, that's the only one I I can look at, and I don't have to look at the tag. I already know which one it is. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah, it's got a distinctive plant growth uh, shape. Hey, we got Alan on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Alan, what's going on? Yes, sir, good morning. I got a question. Uh, a landscaping company put in some bushes in our backyard this summer, and it's all beautiful. And it's those bushes that grow about four to five, maybe six feet tall, and they have the big yellow flowers at the end of each branch, and they're beautiful in the summertime. I don't know the name of them. But That's all the neighbors, yes, it, it's uh, all the neighbors down the highway, it's all yellow. What I've noticed on mine is they're all laying over and there's no flowers. Do you think i got a raccoon that eats them, eat the flowers? You mean, wait a minute now, the, what's laying over? The plants are not standing up. They're, the branches are laying down like something's been in them. And all the flowers are gone. Now, where are? Is it is it shady? No. Is it on the edge of something shady? It's right next to a privacy fence, but they get full sun during the day, 
How do, how do they do that with a fence or privacy? Well, the fence is, is on the west side of them. The fence is on the west side of them. So from yes. sunup till about, oh, 5 o'clock, they're getting sun. And they're going, they're leaning the other direction towards the, the morning sun, no. right? Yeah, well, they're just, it looks like somebody stepped on them, and there's new growth coming up where the branches have been broken, and there's no flowers. There's the, the flowers, it keeps revitalizing itself, but then the old branches don't have flowers on them, and it seems like, I saw a raccoon in my backyard the other day, and I'm wondering if he's doing it. <laughs> Now they 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 might be doing it, but not to eat those flowers. Usually, can you okay, imagine so the raccoon eat eating a Esperanza flower? Are there a bunch of seed pods on the plants? Uh, not that I can from tell. From previous blooms? Yes, blooms haven't probably haven't made it. Um, they bloomed out at the very beginning, like say June, and then all of a sudden these plants are falling over. Uh, and it's under irrigation. It's in a bedded with, uh, it was beautifully done, inputted. And, uh, how, how much irrigation are they getting? They're getting uh, about 20 minutes three times a week. Oh, um, oh a little. Much. Uh, okay. Yeah. Are they, now I, I would, you know, the first guess, my first guess would have been the shade, but now three times a week on an Esperanza is, too much. I suspect you don't have any, don't need any root system. Uh, can uh, you can you can you cut can you cut off the watering to them without hurting all your your other plants? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, because that big like wind. Yeah, uh, I, I had a lot of plants get blown in that uh, in the wind we've had the last couple of days. So kind of look at that as an issue, but the other thing, look at look at that. Are they when they flop over? Is it a at the in the middle of the stem or is it at the root? It's more uh, say about a foot and a half above the ground. Okay, it just, it well that like they're overloaded. Okay, see, I, I was thinking that if, that if they were getting. Too much water and a limited root system, they would uh, it would be at the root that would fall over. But no, you say sir, they are. You say you say there are sprouts at the at the base. Yes, sir. There's new vegetation coming up through the center. That replacing the older branches that broke off. Okay. Go ahead and uh, and when were they when were these planted? April. April. And they were planted as big bushes in April. Yeah. I guess, are we sure they're Esperanza? Well, I'm sorry. Uh, They're big, green. They grow about five, the guy told us they grow about five to six feet at maturity. Are they tubular? Are they tubular flowers? flowers Well, big tubular flowers. What do you mean by that? Like they're, they got like four or five petals well, on each of them. Like te- they call, they talk, call Esperanza Texas bells. They look like little bells. They're, they're in a lot of yards this summer around our area. Yeah. In Wilson County. 
Well, that yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of the Texas bells out there. I was just the, the the behavior that you're describing is is not what we would expect from Texas bells or Esperanza. That's why we're trying to uh, explore what they might be. Would Esper- Trace, you got any ideas? Would Esperanza be in well, clusters I'm, of flowers? I'm thinking something yes. broke them off and the plant's trying to, uh-huh. to recover. But he did say that That's they bloomed, and if they bloomed. Then they then they did create seed, and so what's left might be just trying to make a, a seed that's not ever going to work. So there should be a seed pot on. It looks like a snap bean. Are the yellow flowers in clusters, or they're just like little flowers at the end of each? Every branch, you have one flower, or or uh, yeah, or every leaf coming off that main branch. There's a smaller branch that has another flower on it, the way I see it, and all the people that have it. Um, it that the flower like is Yeah. Yeah, that's... It does, uh, it's, it does not. Is there, probably not Esperanza. Is there a way you could take a picture of it and email it to the store, and I can print it out for these guys? Uh, I'm on the road, so it'll, I can't do that today. So I was just... Getting on the road here, and I called you guys. Well, it's an uh, interesting question up. too. So we would love to, yeah, to see deal, what try to you know figure out an answer. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, because sir. you know because we I'm Esperanza sure. is such a all-star plant, but uh, that that's a that's a neat that's a neat question and uh, behavior. So it'd be, uh, we, we, it would be great if we could figure out what it was. There's um, two of the, they, they planted six of them, and there's two of them that uh, their middle branches are standing straight up, and they're and they're about like six foot tall, and uh, these other branches have just kind of laid over. It looks like they're too heavy, and they laid over, or an animal got in the middle of them and crushed them. Wow, that doesn't sound like Esperanza, no. Mm. Uh, thra- uh, Milton, you were exploring the Thoralis. Huh? Yeah, I was trying to see whether that. Yeah, there, where Milton was looking, there's another yellow flower, but they're small, relatively small flowers. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what do you call a big flower? Oh, uh, these things are uh, the, the bells are two inches at least on Esperanza. Maybe you know, and smaller. It's not. It's not like. Scrambled eggs or anything. It's uh, r- really, but you're saying they're one flower per stem. Well, stem I mean, then. I, that's the way I see it. It's just uh, uh, the flowers are at the end of each branch, you know, at the very end. And, uh, uh, that's not a, no, that's something different. Um, uh, the let's. don't have to be all different. They're all different lengths, the branches, you know. Uh-huh. And so they can have lower flowers and upper flowers and. Uh, just at the end of each, uh, I wish. I'm sorry, I don't know the name of the bush, and it, uh, that's okay. Well, yeah. okay. Well, let, let's do the. Let's do this. Sometimes uh, some of the listeners might been able to figure out based on the discussion. Yeah. But then, then and when you, uh, yeah, and they may call in, and then the other option is uh, if you figure find out the name or you get a chance to to send us a picture of yeah. it. Uh, we can, okay. you know, we can do that when you when you get that chance. Where do you I can send a picture to? Well, you can send it to the nursery here at Millburgers, okay. or you yes, can sir. send it to me personally at uh, 
Jerry Parsons at plantanswers.com. Okay. I'll just send it to the email. Okay. That's easy to remember. <laughs> okay, or you can bring a cutting by, you know, a piece with with a flower on it to to the nursery. You let you are in. Oh, you said you were in Wilson County, didn't you? Yeah, I'm. I'm about sixty miles from your nursery. Oh wow. Oh okay. Uh, I was thinking uh, they they closed most of the nurseries that I knew down in Wilson. County. Yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, f- they are. I'm going to be down there for a meeting on Thursday, but uh, if you, at the at the Maverick Cafe, if you drive by there, but the, the sending the pictures on the computer might be the easiest. Yeah, so. I'll just do it that way. Yes, sir. Yeah, and then and Thank then we'll. Yeah, we'll try to tackle it next. You don't have deer. They have deer in Wilson County. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, they eat, they eat it all. No, oh, it's okay. It's and true. the go and the gophers usually don't do that. No, I, I've got all those all those animals I have. You yes, don't have uh, grass birds, do you? Yeah. Not in the yard, no, sir. Is that right? Listen at you. You're bragging Not now. Not in the yard, but it's outside the yard. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got okay, well, the place outside the yard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's keep pursuing this because now yeah. you've got, got us curious of what it might be. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you, guys. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. We'll figure it out. Talk All to right. you later. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. Be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. Or if you uh, if you uh, think you know what he's talking about or maybe you can offer a suggestion on what it might be, you call us again at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now is the time to head on over to Millburgers. Okay, here's the reason why. We've got some terrific items on sale. This is the opportunity for you. If you're into growing tomatoes, head on over to Millburgers because they have the varieties that are recommended by the county agents, Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch as well, and there are varieties like 602, 444, Tycoon, Celebrity, and much, much more. They're in a variety of different sizes from gallons to four-and-a-half-inch pots. So come on over to Millburgers and get those fall tomatoes in just a second. Gold Star Esperanza is on sale. They're beautiful around town. Have you seen them? These can do no wrong, and they're in the 12-inch pot, ready to display for just $24.99. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and Perennials are on sale on the one-gallon container. Fresh shipments are arriving each week in the one-gallon container, now only $3.88 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And nothing is simple in this life, except when it comes to selling your house or buying your next home in San Antonio in the Hill Country. Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez has a better way to sell that house and save you thousands of dollars. It's the Help You Sell Low Set Fee program. Here's how it works. When you use Sergio Martinez and help you sell to buy or sell your next home, he won't charge you the standard 6% commission because it's simply not fair. For instance, the difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. Did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. 
With Help You Sell, you get the same service. You keep more money in your pocket, and you still get 100% of Sergio Martinez's 20 years plus of experience. Simple, right? Call Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez right now at 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers with some good news and some bad news. The good news is fine jewelry lasts forever. It can always be made to look like new or easily redesigned. Here's the bad news. How much jewelry have you got sitting around in drawers needing work? That's money sitting there, and it isn't doing you any good. You have a pendant want a ring? We can do it. Have a bracelet want a ring? We can do it. And more good news. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, most repairs cost less than a nice lunch. Major renovation or a whole new look? A lot less than you think. Mark Sadowski Jewelers' creativity and execution is the best in the country. Want some more good news? Right now, we're offering 20% off on all jewelry repairs just for asking. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio. Since 1933. That's 85 years. On Northwest Military Highway near Wurzbach Parkway. Call us at 210 377 1818. That's 210 377 1818. Or visit us online at SadowskiJewelers.com. Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, your calls when you call us at 210-308-8867. Hey, Spider-Man Pest Control is the place to call if you're looking for uh, termite protection, ant protection, getting rid of those roaches, scorpions, rodents. Uh, They can help you over there at Spider-Man Pest Control. But they also do lawn fertilization, uh, wildlife management. Their new uh, website shows you all the good stuff that they do. It's at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. It even includes all the specials they have going on right now. So you can check it out. GoSpiderManPest.com, your web of protection since 1976. And you can call them up at 210-656-3721. Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control have been doing this for a long time. Uh, they've seen it all, and they know how to take care of you and your home. And uh, they'll help you with a lot of different solutions, whether it's uh, an organic solution or a synthetic solution. Uh, they can help you out. They'll uh, give you the skinny on what works best. So you can make your own decision. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. What you got going on over there? I'm more and more impressed with us. uh Newsletter for August. Oh, wow. Must be an article that's by him in there. <laughs> Maybe a picture, uh, too. It's one by you in there. Oh, well. <laughs> Got Mr. I, Moy I, I, on the front, front of the page. Yeah. <clears throat> they, did, they did a good job of uh, cropping that picture. I, did, I didn't realize it was that good a picture. But uh, you got Mr. Moy, the, the citrus breeder. And and other plant breeder too on the front page of the uh, the August e- newsletter got some good questions and answers in there. Um, they're fr- they're from uh, I, I know they're from Calvin because one of the questions and answers is uh, what's a good evergreen shrub for a hedge in the shade that deer won't eat. And, and, so, and so, 
Don't get distracted, Jerry. Uh, do what? Uh, where was I? Uh, where am I? <laughs> did, uh, did, uh, uh, what would you, how would you have answered that, Calvin? I was distracted. What was the question? What, what's a good evergreen shrub for, ch- for the a hedge in the shade, in the shade, that deer won't eat? Well, always comes to mind is viburnum. There you go, sandangua. Yeah, that's 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 what the, whoever wrote this article. That must have been me then. Yeah, because that, that's <laughs> the that's the hedge I have, and I'm, I'm real happy with it. Said that's your favorite. It grows to seven feet tall to form a compact egg egg shaped plant. Another choice is primrose jasmine. Yeah, that my neighborhood is. Just... Produces showy, waxy yellow blooms in early spring. Does that, that, does that thing bloom in the fall? Not usually. Not usually, okay. But, it's, but uh, the other thing is, it's huge if you've got a large oh, yeah. area to cover. And if you make a, spe- a specimen plant, it reminds me of uh, Lady Banks Rose. Right, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, I mean, in fact, if you're new to the area and you saw those two right next to each other with, with, with both of them in full sun, it take you a little while to figure them out. But the thing about uh, the uh, primrose jasmine, too, is real versatile. You can just put it real close together, and it makes an impenetrable hedge, and the deer don't eat it. Uh, and uh, drought tolerant, it will wilt uh, if, you know, you go five or six months without water. But it uh, comes back, comes back. The blooms are pretty spectacular. Oh yeah, they're really good. They're some of the, some of the first blooms of spring. Yeah, and if there's uh, had an adequate rainfall, you really it just cover covers the plant oh. with blooms. Which oh is, yeah, but there's always some blooms. And there's the no thorns, right? There's no no what? no thorns. No, uh-uh. just thick. Yeah, because it, it looks like a rose, like like you yeah, say from sure a does. distance. Does. With uh, and they have to have that many blooms and everything, and I don't and, and uh, deer don't eat it, and I don't know I don't know of any disease that it has. No, I never seen. It grows so fast too that I, I guess it overcomes anything, any problems that it. Yeah, I, I never have seen a disease or anything to give it a bark. We're talking about primrose jasmine. And then uh, he, Calvin, mentioned Sandanqua viburnum for for a hedge in the shade that the deer won't eat, and that's that's a that's a common uh, a need a common need around here with all the deer. Uh, he had another question. I, I couldn't detect whether Calvin had written this or not. Said. Is mulch still useful when your soil is dry? I wrote it because you you and I have discussed that yeah. many times. Will it prevent water from reaching the roots? And the and the the answer is yes, but you you always want to you know if you only get three eighths of an inch of rain, uh, mul- the mulch can block it. Uh, but if there is if there it's more rain, it'll eventually get through, and if the soil's moist when you put the the mulch down, yeah, right, of course, right. it could, it's a great con, con, conservation. 
And, uh, you know, in the long run, mulch is, mulch is real desirable. But uh, as Jerry and I have talked about on this show, there's sometimes, like we might say on a Saturday, it's, it's really dry. You could say that this kind of weather. It's really dry. Weather, uh, rain is forecast next week. Don't put new mulch down until after the rain kind of thing. And, and that get to be a, a minor and kind of a subtle difference, but uh, it, it, will, it will be a difference. You can uh, you'll take it, be able to take advantage of the rain. The mulch isn't there, and then the mulch goes down. It, it, keep, it helps keep the soil moisture intact. That's pretty well what this person, whoever wrote this, says. Yeah. The last sentence is a, the net impact of mulch over the long term is positive. That's what Kevin said. Because it bothers me when I hear people just say that simple statement, mulch keeps rain or moisture getting to the soil. Yeah. And it, you really got to modify that because it does. In the long term, it doesn't, but in the short term, it can be a factor. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. If you listen to this show, you know that there are lots of great workshops, seminars, children's events happening here at the nursery, as well as around San Antonio. David Rodriguez is on the line. And oh, no, gonna, little David. <laughs> yes, little David is on the line. He's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on. Hey, David, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How you all doing today? Good, good. What's going on at the extension? Hey, how did the thing go on the third? Um, the third the backyard basics. When? Oh, Friday, yes, backyard basics uh, <laughs> expo. Thank y'all for helping us with that, Calvin. You too. Thank you. Um, we um, had about 120 people. It was very, very uh, successful. Uh, I was pretty amazed how many um, attendees were there, and. Um, uh, it's the best one to date. We've had it on Saturdays. This is the first time we tried it uh, on a Friday, and uh, we had a lot of good um, uh, information for the public. Uh, we did vegetable gardening. We had the 4-H kids, uh, the Fancy Feathers Club come out of Wimberley to do a talk. We did a pollinator garden. We did how to make beef jerky, water gardening, and a, a lot a lot of other presentations. So I was very pleased, and... Uh, it was a good showing out there this Friday. It was at the uh, the San Antonio Garden Center, the building right before the Botanical Garden. Yeah, well, we had a we we were were able to put quite a bit of information in the newspaper about it, yeah, and we had a great you, discussion uh, yeah. last weekend too about. Oh, good, good, thank you, ch- thank you. Chicken poop and uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, the, I, I caution people not to come because of all the foul language. Uh, well, Nicole Deeds <laughs> from the 4-H um, uh, Fancy Feathers Club, I, I would think, I think they're the premier 4-H um, chicken club in the state out of Hayes County. And uh, she did a wonderful job um, uh, with her presentation. You know, backyard uh, gardeners, there's a big interest on backyard poultry. Uh, mm-hmm. So she did a wonderful job, and she even brought a lot of props and a live chicken. He just blew, blew right by your fall language. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He, he's worked with Cherry too long. 
<laughs> Did you have somebody there make you, uh, tell them how to make chicken salad? No, no chicken salad, no. Don't even answer. Just move uh, on. Move on, Dave. Go, 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 go. Making chicken salad out of chicken, yeah. Next. Exactly. <laughs> but, David, uh, we did, uh, yes. in addition to your uh, August 3rd event in that newspaper article, we listed all of the other uh, fall and winter gardening programs that were going to be held oh, in dude. August and September. And you, you have quite a few. That, yes, uh, we have. Um, we're doing this Earthkind uh, home gardening series uh, this fall. Myself, and then I have uh, some of our master gardener specialists uh, helping us with this. And the first one starts this coming Wednesday at the Extension Office on Cherry Ridge at six thirty. And you know we're in the hottest month of the year, August, and. Uh, we have Master Gardener Luke Kellogg uh, be talking about doing rain wa- rainwater harvesting and the use of drip irrigation in the landscape. So it's a six series um, um, that we're offering with six different uh, presentations from August 8th to, through October 24th on home composting. And if you register for all the series, all six of them, it's $30.00. And you save $30. Otherwise, you can piecemeal each one. Let's say if you just want to come Wednesday to the rainwater harvesting and drip irrigation talk, that would be a $10 talk. And on Wednesday, we'll be also raffling uh, a door prize, uh, a 55-gallon assembled rain barrel that's about a $60 value. So even if you just come to Wednesday's class and, and you have the opportunity to get a $60 assembled a rain barrel, that's pretty awesome, I think. And you're doing one at Millburgers. In addition to your program, there's a yes, sir. youth youth uh, youth vegetable program, if I think I remember right. And then Millburgers is also co-sponsoring the the program I'm doing in uh, September 8th in the, the medical center area. Uh, there so we go. Lots of action. Uh, lots of action of people that if they want to learn yes, definitely. more about uh, winter gardening. Yes, definitely. A, lot of, a lot of people can't imagine, you know, uh, thinking about what the heat right now, but August is an excellent time to recoup, plan out, think things out, and get ready for the fog. As often we wait when it starts cooling down, and we should have probably thought things out a little bit better and gotten some of these beds prepared. So August is a good educational month, planning month, and to get things set for the fall time. Hey, what, what, what did you call us for? Oh, he was going to talk about the uh, <laughs> children's vegetable gardening. And... Well, yes, we can talk about the fall. Uh, Millburgers Landscape Nursery is a, uh, one of our sponsors for the children's vegetable garden program at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. We'll be starting the fall uh, session. It's basically a Saturday morning gardening school. Uh, for years, we were um, the attendees were from age 8 to 13. We've done change that up. A little bit, so we're taking from seven uh, to sixteen years of age. And I just looked at the registration Friday. We're filling up pretty fast here. So if you have a child from seven to sixteen that uh, is really dedicated to learn the basics of vegetable gardening and good stewardship, and then have a a lot of good presenters come in and talk about the herb sciences, uh, it'll be a fun uh, opportunity. Uh, it's a $40 fee per child, 
they get about a hundred square foot plot, or if they tag team in a hundred square foot plot, it's sixty dollars. And Millburgers is a, when we greatly appreciate Millburgers Landscape Nursery for uh, helping sponsor this, and they can either go to the San Antonio Botanical Garden uh, website under education, or directly to the Bear County Extension Service homepage for more information and to register. But we are filling up pretty quick. And we're starting this year. We normally start about the third Saturday of August. We're going to try something a little bit different this year. We're going to start September the 8th and conclude the week before um, Christmas or so, about December the 15th. So uh, I was hearing Trace earlier talking about gallon tomatoes. So on September the 8th, you know, we'll be putting larger tomatoes out there and really running with these warm season crops and then transitioning uh, into – uh, late September, October with the cooler weather crops. So um, I think we'll be okay uh, as long as we get the right varieties and uh, start out with larger plants uh, starting a little bit later this season. What tomato are you going to try? I think we're going to I think we're going to do the 968, the dwarf cherry surprise. Oh, okay. The ruby, They'll get a, they the like ruby, that. Yeah, and the ruby crush. Yeah, and uh, they're they're just going to plant small fruited tomatoes, but I think we're going to probably uh, that'll work. Plant plant some medium or larger sized tomatoes two weeks out, like as a special project area, and right. try to ma- maintain them. Uh, uh, but the kids will have success, I'm pretty sure, with these uh, uh, smaller fruited tomatoes, uh, particularly that nine six eight and ruby crush. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I think we'll be okay. I think we'll that's be okay. That's a good. That's a that's a good idea. All right, so you've done your you've done your citrus uh, presentation here at Millburger, haven't you? You, uh, uh, you got one of those coming up. No, I think I have it coming up, but I don't remember the exact date on it. Okay. Maybe Trace can. I think it's called Growing Christmas Oranges. Or, uh, oh, okay, cool. Is, yeah, yeah. So I think that's what the topic is, but I can't remember the date. Maybe Trace can can remind us. Yeah, uh, we've got a good article in the uh, August newsletter uh, that said uh, uh, your very own backyard citrus orchard, and it it goes into a lot of discussion on citrus orchards or or growing citrus in your backyard. Who wrote that, Cherry? Did you? No. It's quotes Calvin Finch in here. Really? It's as Calvin said. <laughs> you have citrus in our area as long as you choose the right variety, put it in the right place, and pay a little attention to their care and maintenance requirements. Oh, that's a quote, Calvin. By Dr. Calvin Finch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. He just forgot he wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> well, David, what? Oh, go ahead. Well, the, uh, the newsletter. Uh, has a little tendency to uh, <laughs> utilize both Jerry's and my articles and uh, name on it. <laughs> to, mix, to kind of kind well, of mix them together. Yeah. There you well, go. That's all right. They do a good job. Yeah, they do. Uh, they do a good go. job. Good, good. Well, David, what else? Now, how do they um, learn more about the children's garden and, and everything? Uh, the children's vegetable garden program for youth and the home gardening series. I would suggest that they go to the Bear County Extension Service homepage 
and these are on it with more information, and they can register, and then all the ongoing educational opportunities uh, that the Extension Service offers throughout the year is a good place to look at every so often. Very cool. And if they want to see those programs that Millburgers is offering, they can go to Millburgers as well. MillburgerNursery.com. There's a calendar of events, yes, sir. Now, if you're interested in looking at what's, what's, what goes on in the children's garden, uh, we've got a listing of the uh, uh, what's happening at the children's vegetable garden program. And I guess that's a link back to your yes, the back out of web. Yeah, that's a blog that we do that basically tells a story of what the kids do every Saturday, kind of step by step with pictures. And that's good for a lot of newbie uh, vegetable gardening folks to just follow what the kids are doing. Jerry has used that as a tool a lot with uh, yes. Yes. When we get, you get that that basic question, yeah, I'm I, new to this area. Yeah, how do I go, how do I raise vegetables? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, we, yeah. <laughs> go to the well, go to uh, these, the uh, account on the children's garden. We've always said these eight year if these eight year olds can do it, you can do it now. But now it's going to be seven year olds, so uh, everyone. <laughs> can do it. <laughs> so how many years, uh, David Jerry? How long have we been doing that youth uh, children's garden even before I got here? 89. 83. 83. Yeah, what an amazing uh, success that has been. Yeah, one of the oldest in the nations. And I think in the last 10 years or so, it's gone up different levels for for, uh, activities, educational presenters that they come in. So it's much more than the kids just doing a couple tomatoes in the ground they do a lot of math science a lot of great presenters a lot of good junior master gardener hands-on uh activity so it's it's a saturday morning gardening school. it's a big commitment for the parents to get the kids out there but i think it's a a, a lifetime experience that they'll never forget and all you need yeah all you need to be is there which all of us have been there several times be at the garden or some other program or someplace around the community and have one of those young people that was a part of the garden 10 years before come up to you and yes, say how, how important it has been to their education and to their yes. enjoyment, and they still garden, or they're going to really yes. get back into gardening. It's just great. Yes. So good That's job, amazing. David. It's amazing seeing the second generation, almost a third generation of people involved, too. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it says a lot about it. Well, y'all do a good job, and uh, it's very productive. I think you, I think you picked the right tomatoes for the fall. I think, I think they'll do good, and and they they can't get wrong because uh, even if they only grow a couple of tomatoes, you know, it's like every spring. Uh, we got to pick more tomatoes. Sure. If they grow BHN 968 and Ruby Crush, there's no such thing as just growing a couple of tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, well, well, when does it end? It starts uh, we, in Christmas. We start, we start September the 8th and we conclude December 15th. Oh, okay. Right before Christmas. Yes, sir. So they they, they should have plenty of tomatoes for Christmas. I working that so, way. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Thank you, David. Thanks all right, gentlemen. Thank you all for the opportunity. Y'all have a, a wonderful day today. You too. All right. Bye. Talk to y'all later. 
Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. If you didn't get the website, I'm going to send it to uh, Al back at the station, and, and uh, you can call him and just ask for that website information or just just search for uh, Bear County Extension Service, and you'll find it as well. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. That's our number. We're going to take a break. So while we do, you give us a call. Be a part of the show and uh, tell us what's going on in your world. Back in a moment. And actually, you could uh, do some bragging if you were a part of the uh, – we've been doing this long enough now that we have folks that are probably part of the children's gardening uh, program. They might want to call and talk about their experience at 210 210- 308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now is the time to head on over to Millburgers. Okay, here's the reason why. We've got some terrific items on sale. This is the opportunity for you. If you're into growing tomatoes, head on over to Millburgers because they have the varieties that are recommended by the county agents, Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch as well, and their varieties like 602, 444, Tycoon, Celebrity, and much, much more. They're in a variety of different sizes from gallons to four-and-a-half-inch pots. So come on over to Millburgers and get those fall tomatoes in just a second. Gold Star Esperanza is on sale. They're beautiful around town. Have you seen them? These can can do no wrong, and they're in the 12-inch pot, ready to display for just $24.99. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and Perennials are on sale in the one-gallon container. Fresh shipments are arriving each week in the one-gallon container, now only $3.88 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialized in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room. A combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Yo, nurse, we are a couple of the new fathers of some of these raccoon babies in there. Can you tell us which ones are ours? Uh, yeah, they're all wearing the same mask, it says. Paging Dr. Furry Tail. Dr. Furry Tail, you're wanted in the East Attic. 
appearance is the one chewing on those air conditioning wires. That's my boy. Bam! Which one is mine? Oh, that one chewing on the pink blanket? You mean insulation? No, yours is the one hanging from the rafters, keeping everyone awake and acting like a flying squirrel. Spring is the time of year when unwanted critters are nesting in attics and can cause all kinds of damage. But Critter Evictor specializes in humane animal control. And with their one-and-done policy, your unwanted guests ain't getting back in. Guaranteed. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, squirrels... And yes, even raccoons who act like squirrels. Call Critter Victor at 441-4045. That's 441-4045. Man, that's my boy. Take 9.30 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 9.30 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 9.30 a.m. The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Some people just think they have the answers, but at 9.30 a.m., the answer? We beg to differ. With hosts like Hewitt, Gallagher, Prager, Medved, and Elder, it's clear to see who has the answers. 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., the answer. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Thanks to everybody that came out and donated blood yesterday. We had about a 20 participants approximately uh, yesterday that were here, so we appreciate you being a part of it. Uh, we'll tell you when the next one's coming up, too, and uh, that's going to be, uh, or you can just go to millburgernursery.com to find out, millburgernursery.com. Uh, <clears throat> I got a... Uh an email from, not an email, a, a text from uh, Arthur Milberger. Uh, I, th- I thought he was terminating my employment over here, <laughs> but uh, he was he was putting out some new new information that they had re- on grasses re- in in respect to brown patch tolerance. Mm. And Arthur writes, uh, F J. Which is a type of uh, 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 Florentine, uh, is a, ta- a type of St. Augustine, I'm sorry. FJ is uh, similar to Florentine with respect to brown patch. They, these are the top two varieties with brown patch uh, tolerance. All, all new, in, all new, all others. Including a uh, new ta- Tamstar. Uh oh. That's an A&M thing. Uh oh. Are not brown patch resistant. Are not brown patch tall. So uh, we've been we've been observing that for years, and uh, I, uh, uh, that since I've got floor tam in the front yard for thirty or forty years. Uh, so, uh, it, it, uh, it, it, it has never had brown patch on it. I've got Raleigh in the backyard, and it does have brown patch on it. Brown patch is those, uh, circular fungus disease problems that are, that occur during rainy periods or occur when you're overwatering your lawn. 
and uh, their brown the brown circles they they enlarge in a circle format and uh, can can be devastating. They they almost come with all the Raleigh. Uh, Raleigh is very susceptible to brown patch. But anyway, the F, FJ Select and the Floortam again are for the, uh, the best best thing for Raleigh. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That was Bra- nice. Brown you... patch. Yeah. Now we tolerate. Surprises me how much brown patch we saw this summer. Strange that you you really I really don't expect it to see any. Yeah. And, and then you uh, on some new lawns. I guess because they were soaking it and there was kind of low dips. Yeah. Yeah. Spots. And especially on Raleigh. Yeah. And then you uh, you go look at it and. Yeah, that's what it is, and of course it's easy to deal. Relatively easy to stop. But Hank, oh sorry, Hank is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Hank. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Good. How are y'all? I have Good. a messy plum question. I have an old, about an eight year old messy plum, and at the bottom, I've got a weepy sap stuff coming out of the oh. coming out of the trunk. What is that? Well, it could Do be two things. Uh, has the fruit? How how has that methylene plum been doing for you through the I've years? I've only gotten one crop of plums in all the years I've had it. Huh, that's that's similar to the experience I've had with mine. Uh, oh, I don't feel bad then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, now you, the first reaction is that it's uh, maybe a bacterial canker. Mm-hmm. That's that's typically what peaches. Or plum trees get after uh-huh. eight or nine years here. Because I'm, is de- I'm trying is, to decide whether I should take the tree out and put a new one in. How's it? How's the look? How's the foliage look? Well, green, but no hint <laughs> of any any blossoms or anything when it comes to putting fruit out. Not 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 now. Uh-huh. Uh, is the, I mean, not is in the, the spring at all. Nothing. Yeah. Huh. Was, um, is the is the base there where that um, secretion's coming out? Mm-hmm. Does it look like is 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 it scar tissue? Is it burnt from the sun or anything? No, it doesn't look burnt from the sun. It just is. There's a little notch there on the trunk. It's not from anything, you know, no weed eater or anything. But it's just like a little notch at the base, right near the soil line, and the root flare, and it just oozes like weepy sap coming out of there. Hmm. Now, if I take that out, do I does that do, does that bacteria stay in that ground there? Do I have to treat that before I put another tree in there? No, I mean the bacteria is there, but it's uh-huh. not it's not going to make a difference for your new one. Oh, it won't. I would if it was mine. I'd probably if the foliage was looking good, I'd probably give it another another year. And if it doesn't, but if it doesn't bloom next year, uh-huh. I'd. Because you're not going to, let me see, it's going to be hard to find a replacement now. Uh, but I guess if you could, you might have a chance, a small chance of some blooming mm-hmm. next spring. But if you uh, if you go to the next spring, you don't get any blooms, and you take it out, mm-hmm. and you put a new, a new one in, you've got that whole growing season to get it ready for the next year. Jerry, okay. what do you and think? how and how often do you fertilize your methylene plum? 
I just do it in the spring, spring and then and then if you don't get uh, if you don't get at least 18 inches of new growth, then I'd give uh-huh. it a little bit in the fall. Oh, but usually, okay. usually the spring is all it's necessary. It'll grow that quickly. It'll put that much growth on. Uh, yeah, yeah. It will. Oh yeah. Oh, oh okay. The 18 okay. inches. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh okay. Okay. Now I have one more question. Uh, you're wait, a, wait a minute. I, huh? I want to ask Kevin what he would replace the methylene with. That's the that's the issue because of it. Yeah. If, uh, if uh, generally we say methylene is the best performing, <laughs> I would I would probably switch to Santa Rosa or something. Santa just to, Rosa, just yeah. to try. Yeah. Methylene hasn't sweet, been that though. successful. I mean, it's not as sweet a plum as as oh. methylene, though. Oh, but it's a, it's as it's as sweet a plum as 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 methylene has been for you. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> if you don't have any plums, how can you compare it? Well, well, I've uh, eaten I've eaten Santa Rosa plums, and they're they're a little tart compared to the yeah. Nestle. But yeah. yeah, and the and and how long would you wait for a crop to come up? Nestle will produce quicker, won't it, than the other plums will? No, no, oh, so I don't Santa Rosa. That. I bet Santa Rosa is faster than Nestle. Well, I think you they're think both. So? You would expect. You would expect yeah. if you planted them in. Early next spring, you'd expect to get a crop mm-hmm. that next spring. And if, it's you, I mean, self- if you get a, you get yeah, a container-grown like plant. Yes, it's self-fertile yeah. like the methylene. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. What was your I other have, question, Hank? I have a question. Uh, the medical center program on the eighth of September. Can you yeah. give a little brief description of that and how we sign up for it? Okay. Yeah, it's going to be at. Uh, Dream Hill Estates neighborhood, uh, uh-huh. uh, which is right off of Babcock, uh, starts starts at 9:30. We'll be over at 11. We'll talk about uh, we'll talk a little bit about these uh, large tomatoes and fall tomatoes, but mostly uh-huh. talk about uh, broccoli and carrots and uh, turnips uh-huh. and all those things we'll grow in the fall. We'll have, uh, as we always do, we'll have. Uh, one at least one plant for everybody that comes. We'll probably have broccoli uh, plants. Mm-hmm. And when is it? It's the eighth of September. Oh, okay. That'd 8th be perfect. Of September. Oh, okay. Does that help? All right. And yeah, uh, you got help. okay. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. You take care. We got to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment after the news. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's it. The answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Uh, our phone number 210-308-8867 and we've got Sharon on the line. Hi there Sharon, welcome to the show. How you doing today? Uh-oh. Sharon, are you there? I don't hear anything. Hey. No, not yet. There Sharon is. How you doing, Hello. Sharon? Hi. I'm How can we help great. you? You're on the um, air. I want to find a question about my okra. Uh, it was producing, and then it just stopped producing, but I can see um, there's still blooms there, but all of a sudden my leaves are gone, like something is eating them. 
What is going on? Hmm. I don't know about the leaves being gone, but the okra not producing is caused by uh, fire ants feeding on the uh, well, on the on the uh, developing bloom buds. Okay, I had fire ants on them, and okay. when they first started in, and I sprayed them with um, insecticidal soap, and okay. I don't see I don't see any fire ants now. But, well, you might not see them, but the insecticide and soap, all it did was maybe disturb the ones that were on there. But you need to... Something eating, something's eating the leaves. What else? Where, where, where are the leaves? Leaves not any place to be seen? The le- and some of the leaves are just gone. I don't know. Is it a caterpillar? I find them to be sensitive to... Wind and water, but the leaves are all you always yeah. see them falling right there. Well, where, where do you live? Where do you live? Are you in San Antonio? Yeah, Lackland. Okay. Do you have deer? <laughs> no. No deer. You want some? No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you don't see the leaves around. No, I noticed uh, some. I looked yesterday, and I thought, "Hey, wait a minute! My leaves are all gone." <laughs> and no, even though no, uh, now, yes, yesterday it wasn't the big wind, was it? The, no, I mean, no, no, my, no. In my no, neighborhood, was, the wind was yeah, really no, savage. It's not wind because some of them still got leaves, and some of them don't. But I noticed Ooh. this one. I thought, "Wait a minute! This don't have any leaves left on it, but yet it's trying to put a, you know, the blooms on." Are the leaves missing from the bottom up? All the way. All the way up? Yeah. There's no leaves. No leaves. That has to be leaf cutter ants. Is that what it is? What, what, yeah. can, I put on, what can I put on them to get rid of it? Uh, well, <laughs> there's, a, there's a few options, but what I, I do... They are in pots, okay? Oh, they're in pots. They're okay. in pots. Big pots. Oh, well, you, you, can, you can make a little... Asaphate uh, uh, border blocks their path, and that usually ends them. But I don't know if they'd be well. They they will get in pots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that 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 works. If I wonder if a rabbit eats okra. I can't imagine. I've but never seen well, it. Well, and Sharon, not all the way to the top. Yeah, and Sharon's garden's got a lot of other things to eat. You're growing other stuff, Sharon, right? Yeah, well, not backwards. Well, no, not really too much. About the only thing other back there is a sweet potato vine um, and uh, some rock and uh, basil. Okay. Is that well, the only thing other I have back there? Maybe they wouldn't. That they're not. They're about equal to uh, okra's desirability <laughs> there. <laughs> but it's, it's like you know, like a, a worm or something has. Well, yeah, the, the worms aren't that sta- aren't that uh, yeah. fastidious. Not all the way to the top. Yeah, yeah. you'd know, well, and then you'd see the little poops. Yeah. No, I haven't seen any. You know, uh, but I don't know. I just, I just, I didn't. I knew they had stopped producing, but I was. I thought, what well, strange? You know, all this heat. They should be doing great. And then I, I just didn't realize that the leaves were. Gradually going away. How potent was your? Uh, surely you couldn't make the 
soap solution, not potent. No, it's the botten one. You know, the insecticidal soap spray. I don't know. You might just have to uh, watch it and uh, just keep observing and see what you can find out there. Yeah, you know, go out to the garden like at least th- three times during the one in the morning and the evening and one in the middle just to see if you can see any kind of uh, action. Yeah, a lot of times they work in the early evening or at night. So go yeah. out there with a flash. Go out there with a flashlight and see if you see a bunch of little soldiers carrying away the <laughs> carrying away yeah. the leaves. I don't know. I just it was just shocking to me. When I realized what was happening, yeah, you don't have any suggestion that would, you know, that I could put on the ground or something that would stop it or on the spray on the plant. Well, uh, my, you know, acetate fire ant, you could put on the ground. Uh, Yeah, yeah. put it on the, just put it on the ground. and, but if you know we're not absolutely sure that that's what's causing right. causing it, yeah. it's, uh, it may not be cut ants. So, but, but if, well, you, if you yeah. got if you got some of if you got some of that at home, you I know something know like surrender. Or, yeah, but that'll, the, that, that'll get rid of the fire ants and the cut ants. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I I quit seeing fire ants. That's after I sprayed it. Now they're uh-huh. you know. Uh, they were they're right, they're right now listening to this uh, this uh, <laughs> conversation and laughing. <laughs> when when, they're, they're, when, they're, when you see a bloom on there, uh-huh. and you see a bloom on the okra, uh-huh. uh, a new bloom, you look at the base. You look at the very base of the, uh, of the flower petal. Yeah. And see, see if you haven't got fire ants feeding on that. Yeah. Well, I did have them, I know, because they were black. I mean, the the whole little bud was just black all over. Right, right. And but I but I know I knocked them back some. It so. may, you know, it's been a complex cycle of hot weather, lack of rain, and you're spraying and everything. So you may want to just do some observation and let things catch up, uh, so that you can you know kind of pinpoint what the cause is. Um, because I, I, you know, maybe it's something that was done a couple days ago. The wind, that wind, may have been a factor in there too. But, no, so. it wasn't. Because some of them have leaves on them, and some of them don't. So. Well, but that I, I don't believe it was. That, that the plants, quite often, plants will have a difference in where they're located in the garden, or how much water they get. Uh, just individual plants will. Have a different reaction to the wind than others too, but I'm not sure it's the wind. But uh, it, it's yeah. just that I, I was amazed, and I saw some of that leaves and tomato plants. Uh, some of my, uh, oh, even even my uh, ruby crushed tomato plants got blown over. Oh, okay. Well, I, of course, I had some of course they immediately plants grown, blown over. Go up back up like that, but. Um, Keep us informed. Uh, see what happens by next week, and then let's chat about it. Well, believe it or not, I'm getting some rain here. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, where are you? It does look like uh, rain in front of us, kind of. West of Lack, just right at Lackland, Medina Bay. Lack. Very good. 
Sounds good. We'll take all we can get. Yep. Yeah. We'll talk. I I haven't been getting any, <laughs> so I need it. Okay. Yeah. We'll okay. Talk. Thanks for calling. We'll and, talk uh, to you next week and Sharon. Okay. Be more definite. Thanks, Sharon. Okay. You take care. Thank you. Bye bye. Oh, uh, back in the studios. Uh, Al says he can see it's raining downtown. Huh. So that's good. We'll have to see. Uh, when it might get to us here, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. You know, a lot, a lot of people uh, put stuff on the Internet, and they don't have any fact checkers. Is but that I, right? <laughs> I, I, have a, <laughs> I have a fact checker Uh-oh. in Austin. Uh, oh, Okay. And I appreciate it. Is this Dennis? I, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, he's good. I, I appreciate. Is he checking he on you, or is he check, checking on check, you? Checking on what oh. I what I write and oh. what I say. But uh, he wrote me yesterday. Said uh, said I don't know if this is important to you or not, but I thought I would point it out just in case you want to correct it. Mm. <laughs> under under your topics of the month on plantanswers. dot com, you wrote. Malcolm Beck, deceased, August 2018. But during the radio broadcast, you mentioned a few times that Malcolm had died on last Tuesday. Yeah, so it was just before. July. It was July. Yeah, it was the last day of July. Last Tuesday would be July 1st, not August. July 31st. 31st, not not August, Malcolm. So why did you put August to begin? <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm just pointing this out in case you want to correct it. Uh, I, he said, I did not find an obituary. They haven't done an obituary yet. As far yeah, as it doesn't I know. look like it. So I could confirm that he died on Tuesday, but I assume that you are correct in that part. <laughs> At least you got that part right. That was nice. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. He's assuming. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then he sent me. To, sent, he sent me the two calendars. <laughs> oh, that's a... <laughs> to prove prove his point. Wow. Uh, that that did it keep me straight. He sprinkled a little salt on the wound. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so I sent the. Uh, I sent my webmaster the the correction yeah. before I came over here, as a matter of fact. It hadn't been changed yet. I was looking to see. No. I, uh, he, he's fast, but he's usually not that fast. Well, I don't feel so bad then that I've that my article I talked about the deer not eating the uh, lantanas, and uh, one of the readers said, Is that so? And sent me a pe- <laughs> picture of uh, the their lantanas, or that the deer have been for three years. They say have been uh, eating the blooms off, and uh, and uh, she sent me some of the emails, the discussions between her and her husband. Husband husband blames it on the yearling deer, and they're they're not. Real, uh, you know, they, we expect the deer generally to eat it right down to the ground. But in this case, they're just skimming off uh, the new blooms. So uh, I haven't seen 
I haven't seen that before. They, and then, then these are the same people that said they also tried to use liquid fence, and that didn't stop it. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I don't believe it was used correctly because we've never heard of liquid fence not working. They might want to try. It stinks so bad it has to work. They might want to try the liquid fence again uh, if it, you know, if and they you, do the once a week. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, and see if they can't change the, the pattern. But uh, the, the, the strange thing to me is that it, it looks, you know, our expectation from the deer are to eat a significant portion of the plant. If they don't do that, usually they move on to plants they like that are more desirable to them. But this is, this is just kind of a gray, uh, a limited grazing or browsing effort. And you can still see some of the blooms in there. So anyway, uh, that's an interesting. Anybody else has had some experiences on, yeah. on Lantana, let us know. Yeah, we need to do a whole show on topics that that you know you're going to get calls on. We <laughs> make those definitive statements and see. Uh, so, calls if you've had a an experience with land deer on your lantana. Uh-huh. <laughs> we would never, be a, ever, would be an interesting ever have. Show. Yeah, just we'll yeah. just make these and see uh, see if someone will disagree with us. That's that's why in horticulture you never say never. You know, Michael Medved has disagreement day. We need to have a there you go. Yeah, disagreement. Ah, you say you never. Anyway, all right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yes, sir. Well, you know what has happened. And Jerry and I have been doing this for thirty plus years, but a lot of the a lot of, a lot of times you'll have a statement made and then you go check it out <laughs> and it that turns out that you know it was not an accurate assessment or. Or the interpretation of the evidence is, looks different to the person who relayed it to you than when you go out there and look at it. You say, "This, this is false." You think this is full sun? Well, yeah, you can see the sun up. Yeah, there. right. Yeah. <laughs> Standing under the tree, you can see the sun. But uh, so that quite often is uh, there's lots of uh, room for interpretation when you're. Uh, yeah, here sitting at their radio studio, and they're out there at their garden. That explains why we can't answer all the questions. Mr. No, and sometimes it really is better to to we do the best we can on the phone. But uh, if you can come on in, you know, while we're here and and talk to us about it or bring a sample, yeah, well, we, we can ask traditional. That's questions. one of the one of the reasons too why we try to list all the factors that might be. Even yeah. some, you'll find sometimes the gardeners say, well, it's not that, it's not that. But you want to just remind them because quite often you'll you'll hear the light bulb mm-hmm. or, you, or you'll hear the discussion change. Well, you know what? Maybe that could be a factor. Yeah. So, it's a, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting process. Useful process, for sure. And uh, what Jerry was talking about, do you want to... We kind of put the cart before the horse there. So why do you have an article about Malcolm on PlantAnswers.com? Because he he is deceased. He passed, he passed away on Tuesday. July. 31st. July 31st. Yes. Are you, uh, did I get that, Dennis? But anyway, uh, Malcolm passed away on July 31st. And uh, we, we're going to go into it a little bit more next weekend. Okay. But uh, uh, I've got a complete write-up and pictures of, of uh, 
Malcolm Beck's uh, life, and if you if you don't know what all he was involved in, uh, go ahead and uh, look look uh, look through the articles. I've got about four or five articles that I've written about Malcolm Beck uh, through the years. And uh, the one I, I wrote two years after I, I, I got here, I guess I was very impressionable. But anyway, the, uh, the uh, uh, next, they're going to have a memorial uh, on uh, next Sunday, a week from today, on uh, August 12th at 10 a.m. Uh, over at the formerly Antique Rose Emporium. And uh, uh, Rob DeRocha sent me the, because, you know, this this day and age, everybody needs an address to, to put on their phone. No, oh, to get there. That's good. That's a good point. Uh, but uh, the, 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 and the address for the uh, formerly Antique Rose Emporium is is the same as for Delphine Beck or the Beck family. Uh, if you want to send a card of condolences or, or send them a note about Malcolm's passing, and I'm going to give you that right now. Uh, the the actual address, physical address, is seven five six one East Evans Road. 7561 East Evans Road in San Antonio, and the zip is 78266. So that's 7561 East Evans Road, San Antonio, Texas, 78266. So that's that's Delphine, uh, Malcolm's wife. Uh, are the Beck family. That's their address, uh, as well as the address or the location of the open house memorial, which will be uh, a week from today. And it's beginning open to the at 10 o'clock. It's open to the public. Okay. And uh, and there may may be a crowd. Because I bet there will be. Malcolm had a had an impact on so many people, and, and like I said, we'll, we'll talk about his impact uh, uh, next next Saturday in detail. And uh, so, uh, I, I, and knowing that you you may be driving, can't remember the address. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it on Plant Answers. Oh, good. Okay. Right on uh, PlantAnswers.com, the website, right below the. Uh, uh, Right below the deal on topics, the first topics of the month is right now Malcolm Beck, uh, uh, deceased uh, July 31st, 2018. But I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the uh, addresses. Okay. Uh, right under that, so so you'll have a, a copy of of the addresses too. And I sent that to. Um to Al. So, oh, good. So, so if you want to call real quick, you can do that too. If you're while it's on your mind, but either way, if when you get, if you're driving or you can't write it down now, then uh, uh, just go to PlanAnswers.com or uh, later on today, and you'll find it. I guess. How, how how soon do you think it'll be up? 
would uh, quit the pressure myth. <laughs> I'm just saying, why don't you folks look for it? <laughs> well, I put it on at uh, 11, let's see, yeah, oh, okay. 11, so, 11 o'clock today. Oh, so I, maybe, I sent it. I sent it to my webmaster. Okay. So maybe tomorrow. Now, maybe he has a life of his own, and he's not sitting there waiting for my email. Uh, that can't be possible. <laughs> so I, w- I would imagine that it would definitely be up by tomorrow. Okay, good deal. Is that soon enough for you, Milton? That's just fine. Thank you. Thank you. All right, James is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi there, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just great. I finally heated up out here, so I got uh, got ready, and I, I came inside and turned the air conditioner on. How are y'all? There you go. All right. You're a smart boy. Uh, hey, man, I remember when Malcolm started all this many years ago, he'd go around all these one-loop outfits and see if he could uh, get a load of cow manure or some horse apples. Uh, <laughs> and he was... Uh, he was uh, composting in windrows with a little 8-in or 9-in tractor with a front-end loader, man. He, he pretty much started that business as we know it today. Now they're, they're showing up in 18-wheelers and, you know, looking for a place to dump. But we've got to give him all the credit for getting that started. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he started that business in, let's see, uh, his, his shop, Gardenville, was started in uh, 1957. Basically, a full quarter century before organic gardening, organic gardening became well known and well researched field, acted as a and acting as the prototype for many many garden centers, compost manufacturers, teachers, and even professors. That pretty much says it all, right there. He's he's the man. He's the big Mac Daddy that got it all going, and uh, we we've got to give him. Uh, Give him the credit that's due for that. Yeah, I was uh, I was going over some of, uh, some of his accomplishments. I didn't go over them all yesterday, but uh, I, I was I was confident in saying that uh, that everybody listening to this garden program, whether they know it or not, have been influenced by uh, Malcolm Beck's uh, uh, education. That's a really uh, true statement there, uh, Gary. He's uh, he's had influence on on almost the whole world as we know it. I mean, it, there wasn't any recycling at all, you know, before he no, started. That's right. He was he was going to all these little one loop outfits, and I, I think they were even hauling manure in that old sixty uh, something brown uh, Ford. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So so he's the the man. Oh, uh, the reason I called was uh, we're starting uh, broccoli, cauliflower, and cabbage seed on the 7th. Um, They'll probably go to sell trays in about a week and then try to get them transplants uh, ready for the September round the 24th. That's usually the first round. Yeah, that'll work. remind, Remind you guys if you're thinking about doing uh, that stuff from seed the seventh is a pretty good day to get your trays seeded it's about, is that the right moon day well i've been doing it like that for as long as i can remember uh and well it, that's what know, i'm asking it's pretty much figured out you're uh, are you rich in the, 
you're starting in the new moon and you're transplanting out in the full moon. Okay. I just so, want to make sure. Yes, sir. I wouldn't give you any advice that uh, that I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with. Now, is, he, is he seeding August 7th? September. On the 7th. September. Two, two oh. days before the the new moon uh, on the August the, the 7th. And then oh, August the 7th. I thought he said September. Then you'll be transplanting out around the 24th on your, on your full moon. Yeah. It should be cooling well, down to maybe 92 by then. Yeah, what variety are you using? Well, I was using Pac-Man, but everybody, you can't get that anymore. So it looks like Green Magic and then Snow Crown for the cauliflower. And I, I got a new cabbage. It's called Early uh, Early Dutch. I got it from Willite, so I haven't tried oh, that okay. yet. Okay. Uh, well, that's that's good. Uh, that that uh, Pac-Man was a good uh, good broccoli for yes, years, sir. for years. We, we had real good luck with it, but uh, uh, the, once you get the, the big head off of there and eating, then it, it really comes in. I like the side sheep production on broccoli myself. That's what I grow it for. Yeah. All right. And if yep. you ha- you need to heavily fertilize it to get those side shoots to size up for you. Yes, sir. A lot of fertilizer, a lot of mulch, and and drip irrigation will do it for a fact. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know you know why the side shoots are better than the the main head, don't you? Well, I usually sell the main heads, and the side shoots are for me. <laughs> but uh, the side shoots develop in cooler temperatures. You know, that's what it's all about. You can sit out there and, and in the cool of the fall and the winter, and, and that stuff just keeps on growing, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's, that, uh, broccoli and cold crops are lovers of uh, temperate fall temperatures. This, this winter gardener for them people, gardens down here, the people are moving down here, and they, they don't think winter gardens, but... I think everybody enjoys our winter garden down here. It's not so flaming blazing hot. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Things do real good. I think Kevin's going to have a winter garden with our new weather person, right, Kevin? That's, what, that's what we're tentatively scheduled to do. I think that, that, that'll that be good because that'll show a lot of people, that, like he said, that didn't know that you can plant broccoli and cauliflower and cabbage and things like that as, lo- as long as he doesn't mention rutabagas we, we'll be in pretty good shape no, I wouldn't count on that no, he, so <laughs> don't you pollute this lived, yeah. mine with rutabagas he lived in Minnesota for a while oh. he may mention rutabaga he may want a big rutabaga garden <laughs> thanks James thanks bye Bye, right. James. We're going to take call. a quick break. Sorry, Trace, and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now is the time to head on over to Millburgers. Okay, here's the reason why. 
We've got some terrific items on sale. This is the opportunity for you. If you're into growing tomatoes, head on over to Millburgers because they have the varieties that are recommended by the county agents, Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch as well, and their varieties like 602, 444, Tycoon, Celebrity, and much, much more. They're in a variety of different sizes from gallons to four-and-a-half-inch pots. So come on over to Millburgers and get those fall tomatoes in just a second. Gold Star Esperanza is on sale. They're beautiful around town. Have you seen them? These can do no wrong, and they're in the 12-inch pot, ready to display for just $24.99. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and Perennials are on sale on the one-gallon container. Fresh shipments are arriving each week in the one-gallon container, now only $3.88 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Okay, can't sing that song. Then what are we going to do for John? I know. Why don't we sign John up for the birthday club? He'll get a lot of great coupons he can use for the whole month. Really? That's a great deal. I'm going to sign myself up too. Yeah, yeah me, me too. too. Sign up for the birthday club at 930amtheanswer.com. Thanks, guys. But my birthday's next month. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. I'm as big a supporter of the Second Amendment as just about anybody, but the idea that a 3D printer can make a gun at home for anyone to use for any purpose is wrong and should be banned. There would be no background checks, no age limit, and the possibility, in fact the almost certainty, that drug dealers, gangs, and other criminals could attain these weapons with zero controls would be disastrous. This has nothing to do with a debate about the law abiding and the lawless. This is just common sense. You have to pass a driver's test and be of a certain age before you are licensed to drive a car. There are legal limits on who can buy alcohol and where. These printed home guns could be sold with no tracking and no control. Thankfully, and I don't say this often, a federal judge Tuesday night blocked the availability of blueprints that provide instructions for making guns at home with 3D printers. Eight attorneys general and the District of Columbia argue the instructions pose a national security threat. They are right. They also pose a threat to high crime areas and to anyone operating a business or just walking down the street. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hey, uh, let me talk to you a second about furniture uh, now. If you're looking for great furniture, uh, now is the time to get to Furniture Now. It's a good way to remember it. They're having their Internet flash sale at FurnitureNow.com. And I like the uh, this idea because it's the best of both worlds. Their showroom is full of great furniture, which, by the way, if it's in the showroom, it can be delivered in 24 hours to your home. Uh, but here's the deal. The website has so much more in it uh, that uh, if you go into one of the showrooms, this is that best of both worlds concept, 
Uh, talk to the people. If they don't have it in the showroom, well, they'll go online for you to their website. They've got their lowest prices uh, of the season right now on the website, furniturenow.com, and they'll uh, pick it out for you. They'll answer your questions, uh, but you get the low Internet price. Uh, on that particular item. So it's the best of both worlds. You get personal service where someone's helping you, and you get the Internet price. And so uh, you can find them on the uh, corner of Evan Evers rather, and Loop 410 or 1604 and Lookout Road. So go check out Furniture Now and uh, see what's going on over there. These guys know how to, how to treat you right. They know customer service. That's where their business has been built on, great prices and great customer service. And ask about the no-hassle 14-day return. Uh, meaning that you, uh, with uh, some conditions, but uh, no hassle, return it, new condition in 14 days, and there's no restocking fee, and no hassle at Furniture Now and FurnitureNow.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What's going on, Trace? Yep, sorry, I didn't mean to, uh, did I catch uh. you? <laughs> Mid crunch, mid crunch. Well, okay. Well, it's now it's time for a break. Trace, Trace, no, yeah, that's right. Well, oh, we got to take a break. So thanks, Trace. Hold on a second, if you don't. Uh, what's going on? Well, I completely uh, forgot we were going to talk about the the water conservation. Oh, that's item right. Of the week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're going to kind of feature those throughout the uh, the summer and into the fall. So uh, this week was cloud cover. Yeah. And it's an anti-transparent, which in a nutshell means it stops the plant from sweating. Transparent. So, what did I say? Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, stops the plant from sweating. And, yeah. And um, so that's half the battle. If the plant doesn't sweat, you don't have to water it as much. And it could stop a lot of things from flagging during the middle of the day. Uh, we had a discussion yesterday on uh, tomatoes. It'll right. Be a good experiment on tomato plants. Now, it, yeah, well, a tomato is a, a tough one, though, because if it's not transpiring, it's not growing. Well, it, it doesn't completely shut off the yeah. now transpiration works works better for things like blooming plants and and all where you don't have a or yeah if, or if it's a temporary yeah situation. Like I said, they've done a lot of work in California on uh, frost protection, cold protection, uh, using anti-transparents. Uh, so it uh, they they they've gotten. Two or three degrees cold protection uh, by spraying uh, the day or two before the the uh, cold weather is expected. So I, I, it, it keeps the uh, you know when a tr- plant transpires, it uh, it's ha- it for it for it has a uh, moisture. It has a uh, water vapor. And uh, so what the anti-transparent do, does is keep the water vapor from crystallizing. This is obviously on a microclimate uh, uh, locale or situation. So uh, they've, they've definitely proven that it's effective in doing... Uh, uh, during cold, uh, expected cold weather. It might be interesting, real interesting for a uh, an experiment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you had, uh, oh, s- something that's, uh, well, I was thinking of everything I'm having to water every single day. Yeah. You know, ha- you know, half of them do some, some with the anti-transparent yeah. and, and see if 
I had an employee that, that uh, years ago that worked in Arizona, and it's pretty darn hot there. They used to have to water everything three times a day. Good so, Lord. So they experimented with, with this, and they got down to once a day. All right. Also, for nursery stock, you don't necessarily want it to be grown. Uh, that's not a fa- you know factor. Usually you got it at, at the, the size you want to sell it. So growing, it's just like we talked about our, uh, our petunias. Uh, so, so stopping or slowing any, any kind of growth, it can be pretty desirable in some situations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would be a real interesting for an experiment. Wow, well, one of those uh, science projects that we used to, kids used to uh, bring to our attention. I was going to say drive us crazy with, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bring, uh, bring to our attention. attention sounds much nicer. Yeah, yeah. much kinder. But that would be a, that would be kind of an interesting one to do to see if you could detect the difference. And we were talking off the air. Of course, this is not recommend, not on the label or anything. But uh, that anti-transplant uh, uh, spray may may have some effect on uh, spider mites. Hmm. You know, you think about it because it coats the bottom of the leaf. You sprayed the whole plant. And so it may have some effect on a, a spider mite because they they they, uh, they get on the fuzzy leaf they, uh, on, what we, on the uh, uh, pubescence of the, of the leaf. They like to work with the pubescence of the leaf. In fact, uh, some of the plant, plants that have been d- developed that are spider mite resistant or s- some insect resistant have uh, more pubescence on the leaf. In other words, it's, it's fuzzy on, on the top of the leaf. Uh-oh. So we might have created a graduate student's uh, yeah. thesis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's probably some good... Research already out there, but it's, yeah, probably, it'd be yeah. fun. It'd be fun. It'd be more fun, you know, fun to do it at a gardener's level or a sophomore in high school or yeah, whatever. So, so see, why were you talking about that? It felt almost like we were going to get a some rain coming. Yeah, that, yeah. that wind came in. See how the oh. wind's coming in from that direction? And the cloud is coming. It dropped that. about three degrees too in about yeah. thirty seconds. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll bring up the radar again. All right, well, while you're doing that, yeah. uh, plant of the weekend, weekend, weekend. weekend. So weekend. We, we talked about this uh, yesterday and earlier today. The Surefire mm-hmm. and the Roma Surprise have come in. So if you've been saving room in your vegetable garden to plant both of these proven uh, good fall-producing tomatoes, we got in 15 flats of Surefire and 10 of Roma Surprise. All right. Uh, I may not be able to get any more because I'm. I have a feeling it's only just a few. Uh, yeah, few yeah. Left, the, so. the, this is the one-time shot. This is definitely uh, one to call in for, and we can save as many as you need right now. Yeah, dollar ninety-nine a piece. Yes, sir. Now the number two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. They're in four and a half inch containers. Yeah. Too so that which is ideal for fall uh, tomatoes. 
because it gives you gives you more of a root system yeah. uh, to deal with. Uh, and if the heat continues, the full sun like it is, you might you probably have to water every day for a while until the plants uh, temperatures get more mild and the plants get a little larger. Well, we're keeping the water to them right now. They're getting it twice a day so they don't go under any stress. Uh, we don't want anybody's uh, fall crops to be slowed down. But you, uh, at my, on my garden, they're, they're blooming already. Yes, Grace. well, I, I had some this morning, so that was my my question. I came uh, up here and Jerry disappointed me. Uh. <laughs> I was looking at my, my weather on my phone, and I saw some of the nights were going to be uh, in the mid-70s. Uh-huh. I was thinking, oh, my goodness, we might actually get some tomatoes. What did he say, he 72 won. or 70? He said 70. 75-ish. Oh, okay. Average. So average daytime and, and oh, average between the daytime and the nighttime. I always think that it's magic when it gets down to seventy at night. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that's good yeah. too. Yeah, so but that's the the rest blew, of the story is blew my story. I, rest of the story is Trace was talking about tomatoes setting on the plants that he's selling. And the peonies? Which is had, not a good thing. I had blooms. I just, I was, I <laughs> he had help. blooms. He wanted to set fruit so when people came in, they would see the fruit on the tomato plant and buy the tomato plant. Where I recommend, my recommendation is that... Uh, so you'd have Jerry and I over here saying, don't buy them if they got fruit in them. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> now, I, actually, mine have put on a lot of growth, but it's it's kind of a... It's hot weather growth, kind of baggy yeah. and, oh, right. and charging yeah. ahead. But the good news is, and we every year we worry about this, but every year it happens. The minute you get some of those cool weather days, the thing fill they fill out. The leaves get wider, uh, and they just they move into that uh, setting fruit mode pretty quickly. Yeah. So, but uh, the, the the deal is, and I, that's what I tell people. They people always say, well. Are the heat-setting varieties? Well, these these varieties that we're selling are uh, that Millburgers are selling are has actually been uh, tested in the fall fall crop for our fall crop for uh, five six years, especially Surefire. It's been a, so, a so long time. longer than that. Oh yeah. But, uh, but they, well, they, I tell people, don't worry about the first blooms falling off because you want the plant to grow a larger plant uh, in, the, in the fall. It, it's in the, you want the plant to grow a large plant before it sets fruit. Yeah, when we're talking about heat setters, we're talking about 72 degrees instead of right. 70 degrees, not 102 right. degrees. Right, right. So. But... Uh, they're uh, based on what the other gardeners are saying. I think the plants are proceeding. They'll be ready for action if we get some more rain and some uh, reasonable weather. August, I guess August can still be pretty warm, mm-hmm. but usually, at least in September, we get a, a drop in some uh, temperatures at night, at least. Well, these gallons. Uh, that you said you're going to order some gallons in. Right. I'm going to start. Phasing out the four and a half inch and going gallons. Okay. Uh, do you happen to know what varieties, or uh, I mean, two or three varieties? There was about seven or eight varieties. Left oh my goodness, in gallons. In gallons. Okay. And they're all good varieties. For, yeah, for yeah. Fall. Yeah. 
And uh, so you get those in on Wednesday or something Wednesday, like that? Wednesday-ish. Wednesday-ish. And so you, if, if, you, if you hadn't planted tomatoes and you think you may be late and you're worried about getting them established easily, uh, you might want to pick up some of these gallons. Yeah, get some Tycoon one gallons, but uh, the the uh, ruby one. the ruby surprise. Uh, I mean the uh, ruby crush. I mean, what are we talking about? The surefire, surefire, and, and the uh, Roma surprise. Roma surprise. Those four and a half inches are still gonna. They're gonna do a job for you this yeah. fall. They even made the paper. It says, plant your fall, and Calvin's uh, this week in the garden. It says, plant your fall tomatoes now so the plants have time to produce fruit before the cold weather arrives. Use the same determinate or semi-determinate varieties recommended for the spring garden and available at uh, Mailburgers. I, I didn't... He he didn't put that in the paper, but I didn't I was, put that. I got excited when you said that. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. And consider Surefire or Roma Surprise. They're both very quick to produce tennis ball-sized fruit. So if it's in the paper and Trey says it's plant of the week, it plants of the week, then it must, they must be a good, good, uh, good way to plant them. Must be true. Yeah. And they're, they're, good. they're both of those, so Surefire and uh, Roma Surprise, are good for the uh, patent for a container garden. We haven't heard anything yeah. different from our fact checker, so it must be true. It's coming, Milton. <laughs> oh, it's no. coming. So are they, uh, is Millburgers the only place that's got those? Uh, the only place that has the quantity. There might be okay. one, one Cause other. Because I've been asked where you could get them, and I've mentioned, of course, Millburgers, but uh, I also mentioned uh, Rainbow and Fanix and a yeah. lot of the if they felt, local if nurses. they felt comfortable turning in uh, bookings, they might. But uh, if they didn't, then they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people do not don't understand that uh, we couldn't do these specials like we do over here if Melberger didn't commit to a certain number before uh, before they were grown, it's before gotta, we seeded. It's got to be cost effective. So. Yeah, it's got to be cost effective because the, produ- the the grower won't produce them unless somebody has uh, uh, stepped up to the plate and uh, purchased uh, pur- uh, some uh, plants. So we appreciate uh, Mayberger doing that, uh, uh, you know, so, so we could have, so all of us could enjoy these uh, special plant purchases that we do or that we talk about but uh, and and we, we hope they'll continue to to work with us on those situations hey we got to take another break well, we're going to be back in a moment 210-308-8867 is our number 210-308-8867 back in a moment on 930 a.m the answer Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now is the time to head on over to Millburgers. Okay, here's the reason why. 
We've got some terrific items on sale. This is the opportunity for you. If you're into growing tomatoes, head on over to Millburgers because they have the varieties that are recommended by the county agents, Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch as well, and their varieties like 602, 444, Tycoon, Celebrity, and much, much more. They're in a variety of different sizes from gallons to four-and-a-half-inch pots. So come on over to Millburgers and get those fall tomatoes in just a second. Gold Star Esperanza is on sale. They're beautiful around town. Have you seen them? These can do no wrong, and they're in the 12-inch pot, ready to display for just $24.99. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and Perennials are on sale on the one-gallon container. Fresh shipments are arriving each week in the one-gallon container, now only $3.88 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. If you're paying too much for your health insurance, listen carefully. Due to recent changes in the law, you could be overpaying $500 or more per month on your health care. There are new, more affordable health care options with better coverage. These plans are exempt from the Affordable Care Act and now open to everyone. Health care options with better benefits, costing 30 to 60 percent less than Obamacare plans and giving you the freedom to see almost any doctor or hospital in the country. Forbes calls this the health care plan that is saving families $20,000 a year. And over 1 million Americans have already taken advantage of this game-changing health care program. Call 800-239-7174 now to find out how much you'll save. Employers, you you can save 50% or more on group medical insurance with health sharing. Our licensed advisors can take away all the stress of finding the right plan for your needs and budget. Best of all, our service is free. This one call could be the best decision you make this year, so don't delay. Call now to see how much you can save. For your free quote, call 800-239-7174. That's 800-239-7174. 800-239-7174. Everyone wants to talk to President Trump's first White House press secretary, Sean Spicer, including the best talkers in the country. Dennis Prager. The Mike Gallagher Show. This is Laura Ingram. This is Todd Starnes. And this Tuesday night, you'll be able to talk to him, too, at Magnolia Hall at 7 p.m. The pace and the intensity of the last 18 months has been so whirlwind. Join 930 a.m. The Answer for The Briefing with Sean Spicer as he tells the stories about his memorable rise to the podium in the White House press room. I was at the convention. I was during the campaign. I was at the transition. So put it down and talk about what was happening behind the scenes. What, what did the data say? Who was interacting with whom? Give us some color about some of the things that we may not have heard about. Tickets for The Briefing with Sean Spicer are going fast for this VIP event, and you really don't want to miss what he's got to say. I get what they had a job to do. I had a job to do. The Briefing with Sean Spicer, this Tuesday at Magnolia Hall at 7 p.m. Sponsored by BFSHomeWarranty.com and Texas Radiant Barrier. Get your tickets now at 930amtheanswer.com. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond grandpa's ruby but it was made for me mark sadowski jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you and the best part is you contribute the ideas that will make it yours mark sadowski jewelers a family tradition since 1933 that's 85 years call us at 210-377-1818 that's 210-377-1818 
to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Uh, still plenty of time to give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Either I've learned something or Neil Sperry got the got a diagnosis wrong. Uh, somebody wrote in and said, My apples have large bruises that are ruining the fruit entirely. And they got a picture of it in yesterday's paper. Uh, what causes them, them, and what can I do the next year to prevent them? That damage is done by stink bugs. Now, I've seen a lot of that damage on apples and, and fruit before, and it's a fungus. It's a, it's a fruit rot that they call it. And I think, I think that's the actual name they give it, is fruit rot. That, uh, that you can prevent by uh, by the use of a, a fungicide, and uh, I saw I saw a lot of this on uh, tomatoes in in Tennessee when they were having a wet season, and they'd give you a tomato blemish free, and uh, you let it sit on the counter for a couple of days, and it developed these red these rot spots from a blemish free fruit so uh there there are fruit rots that you know and i'm thinking about recommending to my tennessee producer that uh and i don't know if anybody's tried this or not i haven't talked to al wagner at texas a&m our our uh, food processing person but uh i think if you take a weak solution of clorox and take and and just dip them in a weak solution of of, uh, of a weak Clorox solution, and and that would kill those spores on a on a perfectly uh, perfectly blemish-free fruit. Don't don't splash it on your shirt. Yeah, don't splash it on your shirt. And now we're talking about a very weak solution. Yeah, we're trying to kill those spores. Spores. When we talk about uh, uh, stink bug damage, we, we talk about more often that kind of bumpy scar tissue right? rather than that uh, those bruises like uh, the picture there that had, Neil had. Yeah, peaches and tomatoes are notorious for that. Yeah. Yeah, they, in, they in, inject their digestive juices and then uh, let it stew in there a little bit and then t- pull it out and that leaves a uh, scar tissue uh, and it's kind of knobbly yeah but usually not a not not all bruised and the, you had the, you had that on peaches too, oh gosh yeah yeah did you did y'all just spray a fungicide or what did no you no use? we just sprayed we didn't have that uh that, fruit, uh, rot. fruit rot. No, we had the stink bugs. We just oh yeah, and uh, you know, on a peach orchard, they're relatively easy to control. Control because we used uh, seven or yeah. malathion every week. So, but uh, but they yeah. If you do, if you let the if you don't spray every week on a typically on a uh, if you got a number of peach trees, you're going to get stink bugs, and quite often even if you get you got tomatoes, you might get them too. I didn't see a lot of stink bugs this year on tomatoes, but I, I think other yeah. other yeah. gardeners did. Yeah, we only had a couple calls. Yeah, 
And he also got a question from, uh, can I divide this hibiscus without killing it? If so, and when should I do it? Uh, he says, uh, this is a hardy hibiscus, also commonly called a mallow. He's talking about uh, uh, flare, flare hibiscus, and more grande. He's talking about more grande hibiscus. And uh, he says there there can be divided, but uh, what what he what he should have said uh, to, it should they, he should this guy should wait until uh, to fall, uh, wait until late fall or early early spring before, and then dig up the mother plant. Yeah, I assume it's a big mother plant. Dig it out. A big mother. Yeah, big mother. <laughs> And then go through there and uh, take a shot after he digs it up and knocks a little dirt off of it. Uh, go ahead with a shovel and, and split it, split it, split the main the the main head, so to speak. Now the important thing is you can't just get one of those big roots. You've got to get some of the uh, the uh, sprouting system with it. So uh, wait, wait till the plant goes dormant to do that. All right, sorry, Shane, we couldn't uh, get to your question, but we'll. Uh, Shane was on there. Wait, well, he just got in on the at the very oh. end, so we'll call talk back, to Shane. Call back, Shane. <laughs> All right, we'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al doing a great job. Thanks to David Rodriguez for uh, uh, calling in and telling us about the garden. For more information on that, you can go to the uh, Extension Service website. For more information on a lot of things we talk about, you can go to MillburgerNursery.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 